1: to the MMA Fan Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you, Stu and Blake.
2: Hello and Happy New Year. You... Happy
1: New Year. Happy New
2: year. <laughs> <laughs> we are, uh, well we're pleased to be back in 2024. Thank yes. you for all your support to date and well it's that time of year isn't it?
3: Is it? What does that mean? You know what it is. You've
2: been looking forward to it because I've got a feeling you're going to be a bit oh, of a yes, smug this bastard, episode. buddy. I was just this. admiring
3: our new artwork. Mm. We've got new artwork. Yeah. Take it in. Take in the glorious bodies that we hide under our shirts every week that we do this show. Absolutely. Very ve- accurate. Yeah,
2: yeah. Very, very accurate. Yes. Um, never saw myself as a middleweight, but I'm, I'm taking it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm probably down to bantam there, really. You've got your
2: short shorts on. I've
3: got my short shorts. They're nice checkered shorts. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. They're good. Um, anyway, um, I love this episode. Yes, I know. I'm a huge fan of doing these predictions things. Yes. It's actually, harder than it looks, though, I would say. Okay. Uh, but I think it's loads of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time we did this, it was about. An hour and 45 minutes, we were just <laughs> rambling away, on. Chatting and banging on about it all. So, uh, yeah, so we'll see. Maybe this still have to go out in two parts or something like that. We'll, Absolutely. We'll have to see. We've got to just
2: wait and see how it all goes. Yeah. Did you have a
3: good New Year, Christmas?
2: It was all right. Yeah. It was all right. Big old family do. And then yeah. New Year's Eve, had a few drinks with some friends. It was all right.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I've just been banging out Spider Man two on the PlayStation. That's like my <laughs> the best thing in my life. It's so amazing. You gotta, have dreams, you gotta, you gotta, gotta have dreams,
2: mate. You've got to have
3: dreams. mate. Saving New York City. Don't worry about it. Um yeah. So, um
2: if you've not listened to this show before or watched this show before, what we do is we look back um over last year's predictions, who we thought we would end who who would end the uh, in twenty twenty three um as champ. And uh, it's a mixed bag. And I think when we look at some of the champs, some of them are a little surprising in the middleweight division. Um, (laughs) And uh, and so what we're going to do now is we're going to... Blake is going to tell us who we predicted at the beginning of 2023. Mm. Uh, We will then discuss who is the current champ, and then we will also make our predictions for who we think will be the champ at the end of 2024.
3: Yes. Shall we get into it? Yes. Right, let's start if you don't mind, with uh, women's flyweight. Okay. We both said that Amanda Nunes would be champion at the end of 2023 in the women's flyweight division. Uh, that's just a big shot of my face there. You got, <laughs> And now possibly zooming into my crotch. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, if you're shows, watching this on YouTube, shows, you may have just got a big shot of my crotch on the uh, artwork there. But uh, but yeah, we both said Amanda Nunes, at women's yes. flyweight. Um, we were both wrong. Because even though she did not lose her flyweight belt, Yep. That championship is vacant, and uh, yeah. I, I also I don't know about you. I haven't picked a champion for 2024 in the women's fly—not uh, flyweight, sorry, featherweight. <sighs> featherweight is what I'm talking about.
2: I, I Why don't. Have you got a picture
3: of Zhang up because
2: uh, we're going to move on to. Oh yeah,
3: we are. We will. Um, But, um, yeah, sorry, this is going all over the shop.
2: (laughs) You've been with us on this journey. You know that we're not tech heads. We're trying to get all the visuals on the screens. So if you're listening to this, apologies. If you're watching this, bear with us. You know how it works.
3: Um, But, yeah, so basically we both picked Nunez. We are both wrong because she retired. Yeah. The quote. Uh, vacated, retired, all that stuff. I don't think the UFC have got any interest in carrying on with the women's featherweight division. It Um, doesn't feel that way. Yeah. So have you picked a champ for featherweight? Because I haven't. I didn't know. No. Right, moving on. Strawweight, a much better uh, division. Women's strawweight... We both picked uh, Zhang Wei Li yes. to be champion. And we were both correct. As yes. you, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see Zhang Wei Li is there, holding the belt in all her glory. Uh, we both picked Zhang. What a wine. champ. What a what champ. What a champ. Uh, she had a fantastic year uh, winning against uh, uh, Carla Esparza. Yes. And did she defend the belt? I should really have looked this up properly, but I, I can't remember. Did she defend oh. against anyone or is she just waiting to defend? Um, I can't
2: remember. I, I watched, uh, on, on a sort of slightly different um, note, I watched the new uh, Thug Rose documentary. Um, I have yet to watch that. It's fantastic. It's uh, it's available to watch for free on YouTube. Um, and obviously it shows uh, the, the the fight she had with Zhang. Um, really, really good watch. I mean, w- nobody seems to know what Rose is doing at the moment. Um, there's been no sort of talk of, of fights or fighting. So um, she's not ranked currently. So I don't really know if Rosie's going to feature in too much. Who knows?
3: We'll have to wait and see. But uh, going back onto to uh, Zhang Weili's year, I was wrong. She beat Carla Esparza in November of last year. So that didn't even count. So yeah. she's been the champ the whole year, only defended the belt once, and that was against Amanda Lemos Of course. in uh, August. So, yeah, not exactly been an active champion this year. Hopefully she'll be more active next year. But uh, what are you thinking for the strawweight division – by the end of twenty twenty-four, Stu within. She
2: fights Zhenang. Yang
3: she Zhe fights Nang, Zhang. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk of that.
2: Um I think she beats her. Yes. And and I think that's going to probably happen maybe sort of middle of the year, perhaps. Okay. And then I think there could be the potential for Zhang Rose 3 at the end of the year. I think Rose might make a return. Uh, And it could potentially be a massive fight against Zhang. And, I mean, I know Rose.
3: Rose, you got two wins over her.
2: Yes. Um, And so if that fight happens, I fancy Zhang this time. Um, I thought it was very, very tight. It was. uh, uh, Of the second fight. Um, So I'm going to pick Zhang to retain the belt this year.
3: Nice. I, I do think that she will have to fight against probably Yan Jinan. Mm-hmm. uh There is talk about her going up in weight to fight Grasso. I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. I think Grasso's got plenty of people at Flyweight, which we will get into. And I think uh, Zhang has got a few contenders down at Strawweight that still need to be sorted out. Um, so, yeah, I've no interest in any kind of champ. Champ fights. Mm-hmm. Uh there's talk about uh, maybe they do it at UFC three hundred. I mean UFC three hundred is a bit all over the shop at the moment. We don't know what's going on there right now in terms of uh headliners. There's talk of Leon versus Bilal, but uh I don't know if that's a UFC three hundred headline. No, um, so... there, there
2: is a potential good for that, but we'll okay. get to that. We'll get
3: we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All but, right, but, um, so I'm gonna so keep like, the tally. Right, you'll keep a t- of what of what we had last year or- we're, we're one all at the moment all. all right, so but all right so here's my prediction for 2024 Tatiana Suarez is going to be champion at the end of uh 2024 she's going to beat Amanda Lamos at UFC 298 uh-huh. and I think it's she really the UFC need to act quickly with Tatiana Suarez I think she's incredibly talented she's about 10 and0 she'd be 11 and0 after this she's very big for the weight class, a very dominant wrestler. Uh, She smashed up, who did she beat Uh, most recently? She beat uh, Jessica Mm Andrade in very comfortable fashion quite recently. And I think she beats Amanda Lemos and then she fights for the belt against uh, Zhang Wei Li towards the end of the year. And uh, that's it. New champ, Tatiana Suarez for 2024. Big talk. Big talk, baby.
2: So, let's move on to uh, to Mr. Pantoja.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you predicted uh, at the end of uh, 2023 that the flyweight champion of the world would be Figueiredo. Okay. I predicted Alejandro Pantoja. And if I remember correctly, you were thinking that was quite an out-of-the-box pick. Uh, At the time, Stu, with If I
2: remember correctly. If I remember correctly, having listened listened to it back a few
3: days ago. um, Yeah, So, uh, so I believe that's a point for me and a big zero for you. What are you thinking for the men's flyweight division at the end of
2: 2024? So, I think they'll make another Moreno fight.
3: Well, Moreno's got to get past Al first in February. Uh,
2: And Al is somebody who I don't think anybody's going to be overly excited to fight. He's a killer.
3: He's a very good fighter. Um, But Moreno will be his toughest fight for a long while. I mean, his toughest fight to date was Kaikara France, and that was a controversial split decision. It
2: was. Um, I want to keep an eye on Cape as well. Uh, oh yeah, I, I think that's somebody to keep uh, to keep a, a close eye on. Um,
3: He's fighting Mateus Nicolau. coming up. He's got a loss to Nicolau, but mm. it was in that stretch when he first came into the UFC, yeah. and he lost to Pantoja and Nicolau. Yeah, wasn't but it's looked good since. And the beef he had with Israel Adesanya at the press conference uh, for Kai
2: when he was fighting when Kai. he
3: was yeah, when he was meant to be fighting Kai. Yeah, yeah. that. Really, I think raised his profile massively. A lot.
2: Not not necessarily for all the right reasons. He said a few bits of dumb shit.
3: Well, I think that was in the cage afterwards, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, that was that was him in the cage afterwards. That was really He dropped uh, some homophobic slurs, which I was really disappointed in. <laughs> but the press conference stuff that he had with Izzy, I thought was kind of fun, and I think really raised his his profile. And I think the UFC could could consider giving him a title shot if he beats Nicolau. So who are you picking? Who am I picking? I'm I'm not happy about my pick because I just don't know. I think this is a really difficult division. We've already spoken about Abazi. Mm -hmm. If Moreno wins, he could get another shot. But should he get another shot at Pantoja when he's already 0-3 against Pantoja? I don't think so. Um, Nicolaou's not really moving the needle if he beats Cup, but we'll have to see. Mokaev's fighting Perez in March. If he wins that fight, I one think you'll still need another one. Yep. And it's just whether the timings work out for him. This goes against a lot of my kind of slight ageism mm. that I have with my UFC champions, particularly in the lower weight classes. But I'm going to stick with Pantoja.
2: You and me both, brother. Really? Yep.
3: He's going to be 34 in April. Yeah. I just... I think I think he's got the number of Moreno. I don't think yeah. Moreno beats him. I don't know if timing's gonna work out for Mokayev, but if it does, really interesting fight. I think he's already beaten Cup before. I think he can do it again. Al tough fight, but I think Pantoja's just a really good all round fight. Absolutely. And so he can yeah. he can
2: wrestle when he needs to wrestle and yes. absolutely nullify fight as which we've just seen.
3: Against Roy Valf. And, yeah. And
2: uh, wasn't the most exciting fight, but he done what he needed to do to retain the bell. Um And also I've been I listened to him on Ariel being interviewed. Just one of the nicest guys. And know that confusion when the kids got in the the octagon with yeah. him at the end and and people were saying oh no it was gilbert burns kids that with were that, with a strickland incident yeah. and it was gilbert burns kids yeah. and it was also gilbert burns kids with pantoja's kids in the octagon afterwards really? so their oh, best buds
3: okay. oh well that makes and so sense,
2: their kids all hang out together and so right. when their kid, when his kids got in uh he um gilbert burns kids got in there as well that's what they were dicking about
3: I've never wanted to know Portuguese more than what I do right now because I'd love to hang out with Gilbert Burns and Pantaleo. I think they've got yeah. two really lovely blokes. Oh, mate!
2: Honestly, like it, the, 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 it was the episode after the fight when he was on um, Ariel's Show, and just so like such a lovable guy, like yeah, really, really nice.
3: Wasn't he doing like Uber Eats driving, like right. only a while, just before, like only a little while before getting his title fight. He was driving for Uber Eats because he just needed extra money yeah. coming in because he wasn't fighting enough yeah. and he wasn't earning enough, and, yeah. which is crazy. I think what it was like less than a year before becoming champ, he was driving for Uber Eats in some of his <laughs> spare time. That is mental. I love it? these stories, man. Oh, well, like, it just be easier to fight at the level it? of the sport. But that's, that's what they should be. Fucking
2: marketing, yes. not like you know, Cape well, just gobbing off, and you know the Strickland stuff, and all of this stuff. We they don't want to market that though. The they of don't. They know. don't
3: want to show people that hey, one of our top level, top five ranked fighters is I've also part time job. Yeah, yeah, that's, that doesn't. Like I think even Pay with his like firefighting stuff. I mean, I don't know that he was told anything official whether you yeah. see, but I got the impression that maybe. It wasn't the best look for the okay. UFC for a guy to be just having any other job yeah. other than being an athlete yeah. for them, and I can understand it. With the there's a lot of criticism about the lack of fighter pay and all that 100%, stuff. So 100%. people then driving for Uber Eats and a year later becoming champions is not the best look for the UFC. But
2: okay, so we agree on this one.
3: We do. I'm surprised you've gone for, for Ali pants, but um, there you go. Um, women's flyweight. Yes. We both predicted shevchenko to Mm -hmm. be the champion still none of us saw alexa grasso with her amazing like mexican belt here over her shoulder such a cool belt Cinco de mayo really colorful belt. it's really cool um yeah none of us predicted grasso coming none of us saw that happening we i listened to it back we i don't even think anyone mentioned alexa grasso during our chat about the end of the year um so, yeah, so both of us wrong. Mm. Both of us wrong by picking Shevchenko. And what a moment it was when mm. Grasso beat, uh, w- like, that kind of neck crank. Because it wasn't even a choke, was it? It was a neck yep. crank and the line across her face, the red face and the white line and all that stuff. Uh, amazing scenes there for Alexa Grasso. And then an interesting draw, which mm-hmm. I think was, again, another controversial uh, draw there between Shevchenko and Aaron uh, and, uh Uh, Alexa Grasso
2: so with that in mind I'll ask you a question are you interested in the third fight
3: I mean I think it probably would be a good fight but for me I predicted last year who would be champion 2024 I predicted two years in advance because I'm a real big believer in this fighter and I've stuck with it because if I can predict two years in advance then you owe me a box of I don't know, Maltesers or something. Erin. Hey?
2: Erin Blanchfield. Yes. Yeah.
3: I thought you said that. I didn't understand a word you were saying. Merrin? Merrin? And I was like, a box of Merrin? Merrin. 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 Yes, I've gone for Erin Blanchfield. I think Erin Blanchfield, she's only 24 years old. I think she's the future of this division. Even if she doesn't win the belt this year, I think she's got the potential to be a long-reigning champion in the Mm -hmm. future. And I think she's got as nailed on a number one contender fight as you could possibly get surely against Manon Fureau coming up in March. Um, I think she's really shown striking impl- mm-hmm. improvements. She is a phenomenal wrestler and grappler. And as I say, 24 years old. Um, if if Grusso takes on uh, Zhang in like some kind of champ-champ fight that I'm not really interested in,
2: <laughs> be she can
3: that either. You I think well you never know size matters I nope. don't know. Nope. Um, I don't know. I know you're a big Zhang fan so am I, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But um but yeah, so you you could Grosso I think maybe she does need to fight Shevchenko again, but Jesus, do we need a third time? I just I like a bit of freshness.
2: Is she the are UFC going to let her sit tight until we see who wins um uh the Blanchfield fight. Um if so, I kind of think Blanchfield wins this. And then I think uh, she beats Grasso. Yeah. And I think we are going to... I'm picking Blanchfield for my champ for the year. Really? But in 2024, Shevchenko beats Blanchfield.
3: You mean in 2025? 2025,
2: sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: We're just getting used to the 2024 know, stuff, aren't we? It's weird, isn't it? Uh, um,
2: yeah, I'm going I'm to pick Blanchfield because like you, I do think she's the future of that division.
3: Yep. I agree. So we're both going for Erin Blanchfield for our women's flyweight champion. Let's move up to what I found to be one of the most difficult divisions to pick for. And I think I still haven't got my pick. So during this conversation, my pick is going to manifest itself. I've got a slightly similar problem with middleweight. Um, the men's bantamweight division. Now, last year, I picked Aljamain Sterling. Mm-hmm. You picked Marlon Vera. hmm both wrong. Mm. Sugar Sean O'Malley just lived up to the hype, lived up to the stardom, knocked out Algermain Sterling. Was Spectacular. It the f- spectac- was it first round? Yeah. It first- yeah, I mean, phenomenal stuff. We've got O'Malley versus Vera coming up at 299. Who wins that? <laughs> I think... I mean, it could go... Either way. I think Vera could win that fight. Mm. I think Vera could win that fight. My problem is... So, okay... Let me lay out why I've got such a difficult time picking this champion. Um, let's say O'Malley beats Vera at UFC 299. There's a world in which he goes full Conor McGregor and just goes and boxes Javante Davis, who I believe might have changed his name recently. I'm not sure. Okay, um, but he could go and box uh, box uh, him, or he could. Um, he could fight up at featherweight. Like he made a comment about Ilya Taporia being his Eddie Alvarez and stuff yeah, like that. Good luck with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good luck. Um, but yeah, I think there's a world in which he goes up and fights featherweight. So he could defend the belt in March and then not defend it again for the rest of the entire year. Okay. In which case, O'Malley is your champion. If Vera wins, I think he'll be way more active because he's not as big a star, even though he'll get a bump from beating O'Malley. Vera's showing real deficiencies in his ground game. I think Mara beats him. Corey, we saw, beat him already, and I think that could happen. Um, and outsiders for the belt, you've got Yadong taking on uh, Peter Yan at uh, UFC 299. Same card as O'Malley versus uh, Vera. If Yadong wins and then he gets one more win after that, he could get a title shot by the end of the year if the belt is being active. Um, and not to mention, everyone could move up two spots in the rankings very easily because Aljamain Sterling is moving up to featherweight. He's taking on Calvin Cater I believe, at UFC 300. On, uh, I believe he is. Uh, yep. So he's going to be out of the rankings. So everyone's going to be up one. And Henry Cejudo is taking on mirab I believe. I don't know if that's officially booked yet or not. I can't remember, but. That's an interesting fight. That's a very interesting fight and that has a lot of permutations with like whichever one of those wins. Mm. Because I think Sean is going to be very picky about who he defends against, but we'll get into that in a minute. But um, Henry Cejudo, if he gets beat by Mirab, could just retire. Yeah, I think it's a very big possibility he could retire. So everyone in that Bantamweight division could move up two ranking places by kind of March, April if everyone's done by then. So um, there's lots of moving parts and Sean O'Malley's stardom could really mess this up if he wins. Um, I do think Sean will be picky about who he defends against if he beats Vera. So Hudo is someone I can see him fighting. Mm. So I think you'll see him as old, a little bit washed up, whatever. A very hittable... Um, so I could see that happening, and there is some cachet to beating Henry, I, I think, and the build-up to the fight will be big because they do talk, even though they talk some nonsense a lot of the time. So yeah, I, I'm a little bit lost on who to go that, for. That's
2: it, that that's I mean. a money fight because you know, sohudo is always hudo You know, irrelevant in the last fight, he's the you know he's the king of cringe, and he and yep. like and and it will make for a lot of trash talking and hype around that fight. Um, there's the backstory with Mirab and the, the Michael Jackson yeah. jacket and all but of does that. Does
3: he want that smoke but from I, Mirab? But
2: I don't think he does. And the fight that I think would be the most exciting fight mm. is Sugar versus Corey because I like I like the, the 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 fact that they're both rangy, they're both like got a very similar sort of
3: stature. Corey, maybe a little bigger.
2: I don't know. Um,
3: Corey also recently has proven that he is happy to be a bit more boring and wrestle people.
2: See, that's my worry that that last fight, just his stock with the UFC may have just gone, mm. I don't know. I mean, he
3: did do it with a torn tricep, to be he, fair. He, he did. Uh, <clears> We're <with throat>
2: massive uh, guests of uh, former guest of the show, Corey Sandhagen. Go check that episode out. Um, I think Sandhagen beats Sugar. Uh I think so too. And and that's the, if that fight happens I'm picking Cory Sandhagen as my champ at the end of this year. Yeah,
3: but if is that it
2: I I don't think so. I think there's <sighs> Mirab deserves a shot.
3: He really does.
2: Um and it's whether the UFC think that that whole kind of avenging Aljo's loss and the whole kind of uh the jacket Hype mm-hmm. is that going to be big enough to sell that fight? Sugar sells if fights. If he beats
3: Sahudo, then that yeah. really helps him beating a former yeah. champion and beating someone. And with it's the name a shame Cejudo. that he
2: has to do that because he should be getting that shot. Yeah, you know, that, that title shot has not come his way because he didn't want to fight Aljo. How much has that pissed off the UFC as well? The fact that he should have been fighting for that belt, but he chose to say, I'm not fighting my, my teammate. I get it, but yeah, yeah so I think if. If it happens and Corey gets to fight O'Malley, I'm picking Corey. If that fight doesn't happen, I'm sticking with O'Malley.
3: There's no ifs in this game, mate. You O'Malley. one fight. No, fuck
2: it. Corey Sandhagen.
3: You're going for Corey. Yeah. I love you for it. I do love <laughs> you. Because I, I genuinely believe Corey Sandhagen might be the best bantamweight in the world. Oh, yes. Uh, is he going to get the opportunities? And I ju- this is what worries me. is the, When the- you
2: said about O'Malley going to be careful with who he picks, I don't reckon he wants that heat.
3: I don't think he wants Mirab or or Sanhagen. But also on top of that, I don't think it's just like, this makes it sound like I'm saying that Corey, that Sean O'Malley is like scared or something. I don't think it's fair. I think he's also like, well, who's going to make me the most money?
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
3: Money. I think O'Malley is like one of these more intelligent fighters that are going, what's the money like? Yeah. What, what's the biggest payday I can get? He's picked Vera because he believes he can beat him and he believes that, that la- the win that Vera has over him was like a fluky win.
2: That's not the money fight, is it? That's that's personal, I think. I do think he wanted to avenge that. I
3: think there's money in it.
2: You know, oh, he's sugar. There's always going to be money in it, but I don't think he's going to get the money that there's bigger fights. So if he wins, that's a big money fight.
3: I think I yes, I agree. So I think Vera O'Malley makes more oh, I've just thought something horrible, but I'll tell you that in a minute. But uh, Vera O'Malley makes more money than O'Malley, Sandhagen, or O'Malley or, or O'Malley versus Mirab. Yeah. So is the one you throw in the mix and go, Whoa, that could be a little bit of yeah. you know, get those pay per view numbers up. Yeah. This wouldn't be right for the UFC to do it. But let's say that there was... You're scaring me now. There was some controversy. Okay. A bit like last time where O'Malley's like, no, I'm undefeated because he just did this weird leg thing and that Mm. doesn't count. (laughs) Like, let's say something like that happens again or there's a controversial stoppage or decision or the judges get it a bit wrong or Mm -hmm. something like that. Even though Vera is 2-0 up against O'Malley... Yeah, yeah. Could they go, well, let's just give O'Malley an immediate rematch?
2: 100%. You
3: think they could do that?
2: All day long. Like that he, he's, me. He's, you know, he's finding himself, you know, fast becoming kind of McGregor status of like, mm. I can do what I want. Like, look at him. Look at me, look at that picture. Like, he's a rock star, isn't he? And like, yeah, he yeah. he's like, young fans that are getting into it are going to look at him. All of these kids that love their YouTubers are going to look at him and just think... This guy's fucking so colourful and interesting. And look at his highlight reel. It's phenomenal. It's like that (laughs) Conor McGregor highlight reel from, you know. And I do think that the UFC are going to do whatever they can to keep that level of star status.
3: Uh, That's what I think as well, So I don't think he's the best guy in the division. (laughs) The thing is, uh, if you ask me now who's going to win between Vera and O'Malley, I think I'd pick Vera. But something in me just goes, they're just going to do everything they can to keep him the champ.
2: Yeah. Who are oh, you picking?
3: All right, I've got to go with one. I'm not happy about it. I really, I would love it if Sandhagen was yeah. the champ by the you end can of the year. You can only pick one, mate. I, I know, I know. I'm just telling you what my heart wants. Um, <laughs> San, if Sandhagen was the champ, I'd love it. I just don't, I don't see it happening. All right. I am going to go with... Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, did it, did it, did Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm going to say Bearer wins and then has to fight him again and wins again. Oh, now I'm thinking I should have gone on Ali. It's in, it's locked in. Right. Bearer. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like the pick. <sighs> okay. i right. for it. Right. Women's weights. We both said Amanda Nunes would be champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both wrong mm-hmm. because Amanda Nunes retired, as we've already mentioned. One thing I did like to point out is you were really predicting big things for one Ketlin Vieira <laughs> when we got this. That's Including right. a title shot at the start of 2024. She went one and one. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go um so you've yeah. got a very good recollection
2: of this considering you haven't really been listening back to that episode
3: yeah no i don't know what you're talking about mate uh but um yes so we've got uh in january in toronto uh 297 Mar- uh, Maya bruno silver will be fighting uh raquel pennington for the vacant belt um I'm just saying now, I think uh, Buena is my pick to remain champion. She's going to win this fight. She's going to remain champion. I don't think there's much going on at Bantamweight. I don't think it's a great division uh, at the moment. Uh, she was on a four-fight win streak uh, and was unbeaten at Bantamweight until her win against Holly Holm was overturned because of a positive drug test. But it was for, and I've got my notes here, Ritalinic Acid, um, which is for ADHD. Ritalin. Is that what that is?
2: Ritalin's a drug, yeah. All
3: right, well, they said Ritalinic acid, so yeah. I'm getting very...
2: Well, it must be a, 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 some sort of subsidiary within that, but yeah, Ritalin's... Oh, I didn't
3: know you knew so much about drugs, Stu. I think... <laughs> oh, God, I run a nightclub and I know all about the drugs. Ritalin's uh... what... Like, like, I mean, it, was, it was a
2: proper 80s drug. Kind of kids that were like, back then, were referred to as being hyperactive. Uh, that was the terminology used then. Uh, we would give them Ritalin. And uh, yeah, I don't know if it's still a thing. It must be if there's traces of it in a... Yeah, well, it was
3: for ADHD. Yeah. Uh, so she had to sacrifice 15% of her purse uh, because she didn't get, like, an official exemption for it. Oh, okay. But it's not like she was on steroids yeah, yeah, or yeah. anything like that. So she only had a four-month ban. <sighs> uh, her last three wins have been by finish. I just don't think that it's a great division. If Shevchenko decides to move up in weight, just like fob off Grasso and just go, oh, I'm just going to do this bantamweight thing. Because I think that will improve her legacy more than going after Grasso Mm -hmm. again. Um, I think that would be a better thing and that might put the cat amongst the pigeons a bit, but I'm sticking with Bueno Silva. Okay. What have you gone for? Women's bantamweight. Shevchenko. Yeah, she's moving up. Mm -hmm. Does she fight Grasso as well or does she just move up?
2: I think she moves up. I think like... (sighs) I don't know. I, I think she just, is there big money in her fighting Grasso? Like, I don't know. Like, I think there's other fights in that division. And I think maybe she might not be, I mean, arguably one of the greatest to ever do it, Shechenko. Yes. oh, 100%. Uh, but I think, you know, then <laughs> two losses, like, uh, no, hang on, it was a loss and a draw, wasn't it?
3: For against Grasso, yeah, yes, yeah, she yeah. lost the belt and then she drew yeah. against Grasso in the rematch in a, in a fight that had the judges scored it. You know, don't get me wrong, I wasn't unhappy with the result being a draw mm-hmm. because it felt like a fairest reflection of the fight. But in terms of breaking down the judges' scorecard, there was one judge that I think maybe gave like a 10-8 to Grasso yeah. or something like that when he shouldn't have done and everyone was looking at that scorecard going, that's, that's not I mean, right.
2: It, it shook up the division a little bit, which it needed, because Shevchenko yes. was just uh, cleared it out. And uh, and I think that's why no one really thought Grasso... Well, that's why Grasso mm-hmm. wasn't in the conversation we was having this time last year. Yep. Uh, so it shook it up, which I think is interesting. I think Shevchenko goes up, and uh, and I think she, she she wins the belt. So I'm picking yeah. Shevchenko. Who are you picking? Bueno Silva. Silva.
3: Bueno Silva. Okay. Uh, so... Let's go to men's featherweight. We both picked Volkanovsky. We're both correct.
2: Two-time former guest of the show, Emma, uh, Alexander the Great Volkanovsky.
3: So, yes. So, uh, this is going to be a really interesting year. Really interesting year. If Volkanovski beats Tapuria in February, I believe he's the oldest champion yeah. ever below £170, or even mm-hmm. including £170 as well, I think. Uh, as we know... You don't age well in those lower weight classes. So to be a 35-year-old man and still be champ is a huge achievement. If he beats Ilya Tapuria, that is really is something. Um so it's a big fight in February, man. Coming back four months after getting knocked out really badly by Makachev. Oh, it concerns me. It really does. I really wish he had waited another month or two to to fight, but this is this is Volk. He wants to remain active. That's his whole thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I can I can really see this going either way. I think Volk, after getting beat by Islam in that close fight, smashed Jair Rodriguez. Absolutely dominated him. No problem. Since since that knockout against in their, their second fight, it's like, is he going to do the same to Teporia? I don't think he. I don't. Don't. I think he can win. Is he going to dominate him like he did to Yair? I don't think so. I, I really rate Teporia, so I really don't know how this is going to work out. But I do think if he loses, he gets an immediate rematch. Uh-huh. So he does have two bites of the cherry uh, mm-hmm. to to try and remain champion. If he loses that rematch, which I think could probably happen in the summer, because again, Volk doesn't wait around. He, if he loses in fair, he'll probably fight again in June or something like that. So then uh, there's another stat for you here uh, that I looked up. Former champions uh, rematching immediately the guy that beat them for the belt. There's been 14 of those immediate rematches only four champions have succeeded in reclaiming their belts. That was Randy Couture, Amanda Nunes against Pena, uh, Davidson Mm Figueiredo against uh, Moreno, and Israel Adesanya against Alex Pereira. Mm -hmm. So the odds aren't massively in your favour when you go into an immediate rematch after losing your belt. Um, If Tapuria were to win both of those, then I think he might have to fight Max Holloway before the end of the year. You've got a little grin on your face there. Um, but if Volk wins the fight in February, then the division is wide open. Max hasn't got a sniff because he can't mm-hmm. make Volk max four. Um, the winner of Yair Rodriguez uh, versus Ortega will be in the running. But again, uh, Volk smashed both those guys. Um, Arnold Allen versus Evloev is coming up in January. Uh, if they actually do something good on the mic after a win, especially an impressive win, a finish, something like that, then they will be, I believe, the highest-ranked fighter to have not already fought Volkanovski. And that, to me, makes them the front-runner. So in my, in my ideal world, we would see Volk beat Tapuria, Alan beat Evloev, and then we get Alan versus Volk. And, and the I would two love nicest it. guys two in MMA. The two nicest guys in MMA.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, so, yeah, I think a dark horse might be Josh Emmett. Because if he gets a fight against Max Holloway and wins it, then he gets, he gets a, a shot. And again, former guest of the show, Josh Emmett. Lovely, lovely man. It's always nice to Unless see Unless he's good standing people. opposite you in the octagon. Oh, Jesus Christ. I still have, like, little nightmares about Bryce Mitchell's body. Jesus Just, Christ. That was awful after that. A huge right hand from Josh Emmett. Um, so, yeah. So, there's a lot. A lot is riding on February's fight with Tapuria and Volkanovski. See what happens. I... I'm going to go I'm gonna go with, at the end of 2024, he's a special man and he's still doing it. Volkanovski is still the champion oh. at featherweight. I've kind of gone a little bit hard overhead there, if I'm perfectly honest, but he's such a lovely guy and he's so talented. It's not just, oh, he's nice. He's one of the most talented fighters I think we've ever seen.
2: If we can ignore the last Islam fight, no one would be dating Volk in anything. No way. Um, so I, I'm very similar to you on this. Like, um, fucking hell, I don't, it hurts me to consider saying the words that Volk's going to lose to Ilya Tapourier. Mm. I think Ilya Tupurier is a very dangerous fighter. Mm. And I think he's got everything to play for here. And uh as is Volk, Volk wants to redeem that loss to uh, to Islam, I'm sure, and, uh, and and show that, you know, he is uh, uh, the 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 the, uh, the best flyweight in the world. Um <sighs> featherweight. Um I think he loses to the Poirier,
1: mm-hmm.
2: he loses the rematch, mm-hmm. he retires. In the meantime, Max Holloway beats Josh Emmett, and then Max Holloway absolutely humiliates Ilya Tapurier.
3: And we finish, we finish
2: the year with Max Holloway, the champ.
3: Mate, I love it. I can see it. I, can, I mean, humiliates, I think, is very strong.
2: No, no, but he's going to do a number on him. He's, really? Yeah.
3: Like a 50-45s him?
2: Like, who is it that he was literally fucking talking to Daniel, Calvin Cater. That Calvin. Fuck, that's what we're going to get. Because he's, I mean, Tapurier's game as fuck, we know that. Yeah. But like, you put Max in that kind of level of pressure, that's when you see the best of him. And I hope I'm saying this and I'm getting it wrong, and what we do is we get the similar thing, but with Volk, we see the best of Volk. That's what I want more than anything. But just watching Tapurier's rise at the moment, and just the fact that I worry that Volk, like you, has not had enough recovery time, and he's not going in with, a, you know, know somebody that's going to wrestle him he's going to go in with a fucking guy that's got dynamite in his hands yeah um and and i worry that volk being the guy he is and the fighter that he is and the reason that we all love that is the fact that he's game. and i just think don't stand and trade don't acknowledge them big shots from Tapuria as well don't Mm. do that volk um but yeah I, i i think that we finished the year max holloway champ
3: I tell you what, it'd be a fun year. I mean, don't, I, not not for Volk, uh, yeah. but it'd be a really. Interesting, I, 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 I. It would and break my heart to see Volk get knocked out. No again one wants to see it. To no see, one wants to see it. See him lose three on the bounce. Yeah. It would I don't break like my heart. saying it out loud. It's no, horrible. I You're saying it. I, I, I have been thinking it. Yeah, I have been thinking it, and I, yeah, I've I've been worried about it for some time. And but,
2: yeah, Arnold beats Evluev. and then maybe he beats Ortega and then we get Arnold Allen Max Holloway 2025 and that's when we see the the uh, boy from the UK become the champ
3: maybe so maybe. close so close so, last time yeah it was a close fight last time with Max I mean Max is such a great I mean it's a shame that Max and Volk can't both be champ at the same time uh, because I do love them both yeah but yeah I, absolutely I really
2: absolutely
3: um, but yeah so you're going with Max Holloway I'm going with Volkanovski yeah uh I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Tapurier is the champ by the end of the year. I do think he's brilliant. But let's move on to lightweight.
2: No one's found his number yet. And I think if someone's going to find Tapurier's weakness... It's going to be Volkanovski on Max Holloway. Very They're possible. the two guys that have got that level of experience. What Tapurri hasn't got is the, the experience that these guys have got. They have been in absolute wars with the best. And, you know, this is a massive, massive step up for Tapurri. And I hope that the experience isn't there. But also, you know, for the, the purposes of the sport... You know, you want to see new champions come through, and yeah. you know it's sad to say goodbye to you know older fighters that that you love, but you know the sport has to evolve, and I think at the moment we're seeing the evolution of 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 uh, Ilya Tapurier and I think it's yep. going to be exciting. But
3: I agree. Yeah, he's fourteen I, I, and zero at the moment.
2: I just yeah. think Max Holloway's the guy that's going to yeah. find him out.
3: Well, maybe. Maybe. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, looking back at Teporia's record, I mean, obviously, he had that... He beat um, Ryan Hall very comfortably. Jai Herbert, with which he lost that first round to Jai. We were caged side for that one, I Look, think. we've just been... Uh,
2: I've just said that bloody Volk's going to lose. Let's not start talking about another mate <laughs> of the show and bring that knockout again. No, no, Jesus Christ. That was a Christ. devastating
3: knockout. Then there was Bryce Mitchell. Yeah. And then Josh Emmett, he beat as well. I mean... He's looked really, really good, Taporia. Josh is
2: great, but he, mm, the level of competition... There's
3: levels. Vulcan, Holloway, as you say. Yeah. They're a level above Josh Emmett. Mm. I'd be um, interested
2: to see how like, Ortega would deal with him.
3: Taporia? Mm. I think Taporia would beat him. Because mm. I think Tuporia hits really hard.
1: Why
0: don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim?
3: and Tapura's got good wrestling and mm. I think Ortega can lock up subs and stuff, but no, I think Tapura would do mm. it. But hey, we may find out. <laughs> Let's right. go to lightweight. Um, and this is the moment where we have to just take a step back and think back. Oh, to Stu- do think? Don't play it too early. Stop it. We have to set it up because I picked Islam Mukachev, so I get a point uh, to be champion by the end of 2023. So I don't know if you want to note that down, Stu, him. But Stu Whiffin picked Dustin Poirier to be champion by the end of 2023. He said that Volk was going to beat Islam, Poirier was going to beat Dariush, a fight that never happened, and then Poirier was going to beat Volkanovski. We have to just listen to this. You absolute
2: prick. The <laughs> fact that you downloaded this clip sent it to me, and then went, you happy to show this? Unbelievable. What do you think? I think Volk beats Makachev. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) He's going big! I think Dustin Poirier beats Benil Dariush. No! No! (laughs) and no. And then Dustin Poirier... Beats
0: Volk and finishes the year. No way. Oh, my
3: God. You have to break this down for me. What the hell? At the start, you had me. I was like, oh. So,
2: yeah. The heat that that got me from fucking people.
3: That was an unbelievable pick. I think you even picked Volk to knock out Islam. And I was like... It doesn't knock anyone out of featherweight. Mm. Like it was a, it was a really out. If it had happened, I went rogue. All right, you went so rogue isn't even the word. <laughs> I mean that was. I, mental. I have
2: had conversations with my mates. Shout out, Reese. Right, I've had chats with him about. That Poirier fight could have happened. There was a world last year where that was only one fight away from happening. It could have happened.
3: Well, no, it was like two, wasn't it? Because Poirier would have had to have accepted the fight against Dariush, which he was never going to do after the Connor fights. <laughs> and I just, I just, I can't even begin. It was such a mad pick. Okay, right. Who this you year. got this year? <laughs> Benoit Saint Denis, <laughs> Jalen Turner. <laughs> Who you got? Fuck
2: me. I would not want to fight Benoit Saint-Denis.
3: No, I love Benoit Saint-Denis. Benny um, Saint-Denis. Love him.
2: Right. So, do we think Islam beats Charles?
3: Yeah. And that fight's not officially announced. Oh, really? No, it's not officially announced.
2: Okay. So, So it could
3: be Gaethje. I think Islam will fight twice this year. Okay. That's my opinion.
2: Um... (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I think I'm, I'm switching things up now. If let's say Charles wins, go on. Charles is the champ. We have said that there is a world where, let's talk about Chandler, Poirier, Gaetje, Connor. Mm-hmm. Right? These people only want super fights.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Chandler Connor's happening. Yep. Um Apparently. Apparently. Um, so, let's say, and it's going to happen, Chandler knocks out uh, Conor McGregor, right? So, so Chandler is arguably the, one of the biggest names in the sport then. Does he fancy Charles for the belt? I don't know. Will he be? I mean, if he's fighting... He
3: would. He'd fight for the belt, for okay. sure. I don't know if Charles would want to beat him again.
2: Um... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. In, in a world, it would be amazing if uh, Charles beats Islam, beats Gaethje, and, uh, fight again. This and then at the happen. end of the year... Uh, loses to Dustin Poirier. No, I think um, I would actually quite like you to just stick with this gimmick. Like just Poirier. <laughs> I can't. Islam. Islam. I, I, I can't yeah. see anyone stopping Islam. No, at the moment.
3: I, this was probably the easiest pick. For yeah. me. I, I think the two people in line for title shots are Gaethje and Oliveira. In whatever order they want to do it, it's possibly going to be Oliveira then Gaethje. But I don't think they have enough.
2: I agree. to beat Islam. I, agree. I
3: think Islam beats both of them. The only thing that will beat Islam Makachev at the moment is the weight cut. Will mm-hmm. he move up to welterweight? Weight? Because he has mentioned it a few times and he doesn't like cutting down to 155. That's Ooh. the only thing that will get in the way. Does he move up and fight Leon or someone Do like that? Do you think
2: that's why they've not announced that and they've not announced Leon? Do you think that could be happening at 300? No, of course not. No, it's too soon. Too soon.
3: Really the, only, the only reason I think it probably wouldn't happen is I believe it's during Ramadan. Uh, And which you, but from what I hear, Bilal has fought through Ramadan before, mm -hmm. and so he's willing to make that sacrifice. And he hasn't got much of a leg to stand on in terms of like he's not got pulling power. If he gets a title shot, he needs to just take it. Islam, on the other hand, can call the shots a little bit more. So I I can't imagine him wanting to put himself through a training camp during Ramadan. Um, So. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think that would happen. But I think maybe in Abu Dhabi, if Leon was up for it, if Leon beats Bilal mm-hmm. and then goes and fights in, in Abu Dhabi in October against Islam, that could definitely happen. But I don't want to see it. I want to see Islam fight. Gaethje, I want to see Islam fight. The person that's the biggest threat to Islam, Makachev, I believe, is Arman Sarukian, mm-hmm. Um I don't think that fight will happen this year. I think Armin's going to find it difficult to get fights and I don't think they're just going to be able to throw him into a title shot. So I don't see that happening. I think it'll be Islam versus Oliveira and Gaethje this year and I think he'll beat both of them and remain the champ by the end of the year.
2: Ugly dogly. Right. Okay, let's move on. We'll going to skip past that video again. We don't need to see that.
3: <laughs> we both got points for that, by the no. No, I ain't got a point for <laughs> that. Sorry to rub that in. Just making sure you're tallying up the points, mate. Yes. Um, welterweight. You said Hamzat Shemaev. Mm. I said Leon Edwards. So that's another little point there, <laughs> why you've got sake. your pen in your hands. You can give me another point. Um, so, yeah, as we said, Leon most likely to fight Balal, and then possibly Shavkat, unless something goes on with, with Islam Makachev. The talk of uh, UFC 300 for Leon looks like it's pretty much set. Um,
2: that's that's I, what I've got. Uh, but I think, I think there's a world looking at what's been in the media this last week or so. The 300, there is a chance that there's that Masvidal beef, and like, does Masvidal get the Leon shot? I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Do I want to watch Leon versus Balol? the The fair man in me goes, of course. Like, Bilal needs that shot. He's, yeah. he's currently living a Leon Edwards life of, of just sitting in the rafters waiting to, to get his shot. Do I want to see Leon Masvidal, a much more winnable fight for Leon? Yes, I do. Like, I'd love to see that. But if he beats Bilal or he beats Masvidal, the next person in line is Shavkat. Yes. I worry about that. And so with that in mind, I mean, don't get me wrong, we know Shavkat can wrestle... You know, we we can know he's he's really well rounded. <sighs> Don't doubt Leon Edwards, like we've seen him rise to the occasion time and time again against wrestlers. You know, and we've just seen him, you know, do a nice little number on um, the melt. Um, <sighs> on on my notes here, I've got Shavkat.
3: I think it's a good pick. I don't know. Really? I, th- I thought you seemed quite strong on your Shavkat. Have you literally changed within just, the last I'm few just seconds? I'm just
2: thinking about Leon. Like he, he wants people doubting him because he just, time and time again, just goes, bosh, have that. And like, fuck it, I'm sick of with Leon. Really? Yeah.
3: I've kind of gone the same. All right. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Shavkat might be the best welterweight in the world. I just think there's lots of ways that Leon could potentially avoid him if he's fighting not
2: beat him, avoid him
3: avoid him. and I, I, again, that's not me saying Leon is trying to avoid him it's just it just makes sense yeah because if he does have to fight Bilal at UFC 300, that's April mm-hmm. will he fight in like there's rumors of a Manchester card in July. That's quite a quick turnaround for yeah. Leon April to July it could happen yeah but I think there's a world in which Shavkat might have to get one more fight, might have to get one more win, and that could be Kamaru Usman, it could be Sean Brady, both really tough fights, Mm -hmm. but I think Shavkat probably wins them. Um, There's a world in which, as we mentioned, Islam steps up and Leon goes, do you know what, I'll fight Bilal and then I'll wait till October and fight Islam if he wants to do that, make way more money Mm -hmm. doing that than fighting Shavkat, and I would say Shavkat's a tougher opponent than Islam because of the size There's also a world in which, and I wrote this before Conor McGregor's announcement, Mm. but there is a world in which Conor McGregor's announced that in June he will fight Michael Chandler. Mm. Now, either one of those guys that win that fight, obviously Conor being the superstar, but even if Chandler wins that fight, Chandler's star rises that bit more. Whoever wins that fight at potentially 185 pounds, but... It might be 170 just because Connor said it's 185 doesn't mean it is 185. But regardless, you could slip either one of those into a lightweight or a welterweight title shot. Again, do they deserve it? No. But is it big business? And if you're Leon Edwards, are you going, would I rather fight Shavcat for half the money or would I rather fight Connor for triple the money or Chandler for double the money or whatever? Like – those are the options that could could be given to Leon Edwards and you're going to take it. Mm. So I think I predict that Leon, I think but the Bilal fight's tougher than people give it credit for. A lot of people put stock in that eye poke fight that they had a couple of years ago where Leon did beat him in round one. I think Bilal has improved. I think Leon's improved. Uh, but I don't think because of that fight you can just say, oh, Bilal, uh, Leon's going to win. I think I will favour Leon in that fight and I would certainly favour him against Michael Chandler or Conor McGregor. Uh, I would favour him against a Masvidal. I don't think that will happen, but I would favour him against Masvidal if if that fight were to happen. Um, The only other outlier, if Shavkat's injured, because Shavkat's having ankle surgery, I think, Mm. at the moment. So Shavkat might be out a while and then have to get one more. Uh, Burns is fighting Jack Della La Madalena mm-hmm. uh, at UFC 299 in March. If one of them turns around, if particularly if it's JDM, if he turns around quick, gets another win in there, maybe against the Sean Brady or something like that, he could be thrown it. And you know what it's like with the UFC at the moment; it's not always about who's the rightful contender. It's about we're doing a card in September. Leon said he's up for it. Are you available? Yeah. If the answer is no, we'll move on to someone else. And that's how Sean Strickland got his title fight. Yep. You know, they're not always the best at making the right fight at the right time. Drikus Duplessis should have fought uh, Israel Adesanya. Yep. Instead, he had to fight Robert Whitaker, And then he wasn't ready for the mm. Australia card, so they brought in Strickland. There's, there's permutations that happen that shouldn't happen necessarily. And there's a world in which, as I say, if, if Shavkat fights for the belt, I think he ends the year as champion. But Leon, there are options for him to, again, not purposefully avoid, but just chasing the money, all that stuff, avoid Shavkat Rachmanov, And so I am picking Leon to end as champion the year 2024. Both of us. Okay. Middleweight.
2: It still I blows see- my mind seeing him I that strap it. over his shoulder. Look at
3: him, Sean Strickland, as the Absolute middleweight helmet. champion of the world. Um, so I said Alex Pereira would win mm-hmm. uh, and and remain champion at the end of 2023. Uh, you picked Robert Whittaker, mm-hmm. which I think there was probably sound logic to that at the time. Mm-hmm. Pereira, I believe, was champion. We didn't have the immediate rematch with Izzy would happen, and if if Pereira won that rematch, he remained champion. Whittaker, before the Dricus du loss, was the odds-on favourite to get the next title shot. So there was a lot of logic in that, but sadly...
2: There was no it, logic in picking Sean fucking Strickland. There
3: was no... <laughs> It's so true. There was way more logic in picking Alex Pereira or Robert Whitaker to be champ by the end of 2023. Yeah. But we are staring at a very hirsute uh Sean Strickland uh Fracking with the hell. belt over his shoulder. Uh yeah, I mean man, what a what a crazy year. And this is another this is the division that I've probably had the most difficulty there, there's picking There's so a champ.
2: many weird things that could happen here so, so many, many weird things right Hamzat, we've seen pictures of him looking very very poorly right yes so we don't know how his recovery is like how much that's took out of him how long he's gonna have to get back to to fight in a presuming middleweight um
3: he could get an immediate tire shot
2: like um okay so let, let's start first of all like strickland Drickus, right i'm gonna say Drickus wins this right um, I
3: have no idea. <laughs> I can't no, know. no, no, toss no, a coin. I don't
2: know. Do you know? Who I think the dark horse is in this division. Go on, Brendan Allen.
3: Yeah. So he's I, fighting, I mean, he's fighting to the Tory. Yes.
2: And uh, and if he wins that, that's going to put him what six, maybe six, five, five or six, something like, like that. Look, I'll check. Keep going, and I'll check. And uh, and so I think if he wins that, you know, in 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 the early part of this Could year. Pardon? Marvin Vittoria is ranked fifth, so if Brendan yeah. Allen
3: beats him, he'll be ranked fifth.
2: And so that's going to put him in a you know a nice little position. Potentially needs one more win,
3: but... I'd say so. Um, again, availability is your best friend. But this if, is what I'm thinking.
2: And, and I'm thinking, <clears throat> if Drickers wins, then do we see Brendan Allen and Sean Strickland? Potentially. That would be Look, a rematch. I think
3: Strickland's beaten him in the like, past.
2: Oh, right, okay. But, okay. I mean, you
3: could still make that fight.
2: Um... Uh, I'm not suggesting Brendan Allen's gonna be the, 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 the champ at the end of the year but <coughs> excuse me <coughs> oh, sorry I'm still trying to deal with the having <coughs> to swallow the fact that Sean Strickland's the champ. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think Drickus could potentially hold on to it this year. Okay. And I think if he fights Hamzat, I think there's still a possibility if we've seen this new drickus now that
3: nose job drickus
2: that's got cardio for days yeah then i don't know i, I think we could see him beat hamzat and you know it's a big big <sighs> fucking statement now i, I understand don't know how that. i feel
3: about that one that's but, a big statement but he's looking better
2: who'd, who'd have picked him to beat bobby knuckles
3: no very true
2: like Strange. i had bobby knuckles to win the
3: year you know to be the champ at the end of yeah. the year and he didn't look himself in that fight, I don't think. Um, um, I, 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 that's, I mean, I've yeah. got no follow-up to that. I just, don't, I just don't think he looked right, Yeah, Rob. So he might have just had a bad night at the office.
2: Yeah, oh, he clearly was. And fuck me, I fucking love, you know, Bobby Knuckles. He's, He's the man, right? I love him. Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to see Drickus Hamzat, I think, at the the sort of mid to late point of, of, of this year. <sighs> Does
3: gonna, he walk straight into a title shot, Hamzat, or does he have to get one I win?
2: I think he gets the title shot. He's yeah. such a big name. He is a huge and, star, uh, yeah. and he's uh, the, the the way that he's kind of you know he's been out for a long time, on and off, and mm. you know I don't think I don't know if the if the UFC are frustrated with him. I mean, if he's ill, he's ill, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. That's those his images fault? on our look, socials fucking look fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah. like being
3: stung by bees. Like yeah. that girl from, what was the. One Macaulay Culkin. (laughs) Oh my girl, my girl. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus,
2: Uh, Uh, I can't believe you just bought that film up. Jesus
3: man, to go again. uh, It broke my heart. Was it Macaulay Culkin that got stung by the bees?
2: Yeah, he died.
3: Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, film's thirty-five years old. (laughs) Um,
2: I'm going to say Drickus.
3: But, 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 but,
2: but. say Drickus beats Strickland or Strickland Mm -hmm. beats Drickus, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: let's say if Conor fights a middleweight.
3: No, no, that's not going to happen. If he was going to get a title shot, he'd go for a striker as light as he can get them and it's Leon. Mm. That that fight makes loads of sense. Lee, yeah. Leon versus Connor would be—I mean, a Leon I think would smash him, but mm. but that would be the fight that you you do. Mm. I, I I would think. Yeah. Um, I don't think he goes and fights Sean Strickland mm. or Drickus. Jesus. Um, but, All right. Yeah. I, I'm, so I'm, you're going Drickus. Yeah. Interesting. I. Uh, For me, I I really don't know. If if Drickus Duboisi smashes up Sean Strickland in the first seven minutes of that fight and wins the belt, I would not be surprised. If Sean Strickland goes five rounds and 49-46 is Drickus, I would not be surprised. So I find that really difficult to pick who's going to win that
2: fight. What a mad fight we're discussing for the belt.
3: I know, man. I know. And they've just had a tear up in the crowd. Mm. I think Strickland admitted to trying to bite him or was going to go to bite him and then stopped. Oh, right.
2: Oh, another new thing I didn't know about him.
3: (laughs) What a guy. What a guy. Um, Whitaker is fighting Palo Costa at UFC 298. Uh, You could see if Whitaker wins or if Costa wins because Costa's got a bit of a following now. That could be uh, a fight to make. And I think Strickland, if he wins, will turn around. I think Strickland will be active. Mm. One thing, as much as you might not like a lot of what Sean Strickland says... As a fighter, I think he will be incredibly active. I think he will fight every two months if you let him. And I think that he could fight Robert Whitaker. He could fight... Uh, I Power do not Lancaster. need six John Strickland press <laughs> conferences in 2023, <laughs> mate. I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. One name... Because I had Hamzat down here. And I, I not as my pick, but as like a possibility. Uh-huh. Um, and... Um, but one name we have not mentioned is Israel Adesanya. Mm-hmm. And when he comes back, he will go straight into a title shot. Mm. Does he go and fight Pereira up at 205? He's looking beefy in some of his uh, social media pics. Does he... I don't like that. Right, okay. Well, I, I quite love it, actually. Um, but uh, I think it's, I think that could be a UFC 300 main event. Yeah. That's, that's a phenomenal fight. Izzy, Pereira, three
2: uh, for the
3: 205 belt. Um, That's a great fight.
2: I'm not liking Izzy that way.
3: Yeah, but, if he, but he, he's got to beef up. He's got, mm. he's got to put on the weight. He can't do it like he did against Blahovich, which maybe he's not got enough time to do, but yeah. we'll see. Um, anyway, Izzy uh, could get straight into a title fight. He could fight Dricus. There's a lot of heat there. That fight makes all the sense in the world. He could fight Strickland in the rematch. That would make all the sense in the world. There's a lot of options for Israel Adesanya to come back and fight immediately for a belt and not just for a belt but with storylines that people are interested in. It would make money. It would, it would cross over and transcend just the hardcore fan base. Um, so I, I think that's a real possibility. I was just thinking to myself, who would win in a fight between Hamzat Shemaev and Israel Adesanya? And for me... Hamza. I think I'm leaning Hamzat. Yeah. So my pick for champion at the end, not that that fight's necessarily going to happen, mm-hmm. but if it did, I think those two are the best middleweights. I think the Sean Strickland thing, I don't understand it. I still can't compute it uh, with Adesanya. But I think those two are the best guys and I think Hamzat might be the best one. And I think the UFC need to stop messing around and just give that man a title shot. And if he gets it, he wins it. Hamzat Shumaev champion by the end of 2024.
2: Well, we've just spoke about him, and there he is, uh, looking terrifying as ever, Um, Pereira. Pereira. So we're talking the light heavyweights now. Who did I pick last year?
3: We both said Magomed and Kalaev.
2: interesting.
3: Mm. I'm going to just say now, I'm sticking with it. Dude. You, oh, yeah. You're sticking with Ankela. Yeah. I think he was really unlucky. Yeah. He was unlucky with the Walker fight last. Well, he yeah. wasn't unlucky. Well, he was threw it, in they're running it back, right? They're running it back, but he threw an illegal knee. He should have just yeah. been disqualified. Um But before that, with the Jan Blachowicz fight, it was, it was a close fight, but mm-hmm. I think maybe he nicked it. I'm trying to remember now. I haven't watched it for a while, but... I think Ankolaev was unlucky at points. He maybe could have already been a champion. Yeah. I do believe he is the most well-rounded, best light heavyweight on the planet. I do believe that. I think he beats Pereira. I think he beats Prohazka. I think he beats... Um, Jamal. Jamal Hill. Um, I, 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 I just think he's the best guy. And I don't think he put in maybe the best performance against He Let Yan get off to like a good start with the leg kicks and all that stuff. But I just think Ankolaev is the guy to beat in that division. Um... Obviously, there is no title fight made yet, but Yuri Prohazka is fighting uh, Alexander Rakic at UFC 300. That's a really big fight, fight for whoever wins that. Uh, they could, with a finish, leap over Ankalaev in, in the well, running. Ankalaev's Ankulaev, still got to beat Walker. I believe it's the first card of the year, January yeah, 13th, and, so and about a week away.
2: I get the impression the UFC aren't big fans of Ankalaev. And, yeah. uh, you know, he, said he had what was the really dull fight? Uh, the... Oh, what was it?
3: Well, I think Dana hated the Jan Blahovic fight. I don't think it's as bad it as Dana. Was. It, said a, it was. It yeah. was a Jan fight. Of course yeah, it was. I don't think it was that bad. No.
2: But, um, but... I think it
3: was actually quite <laughs> interesting with the leg kicks and all that kind of stuff. But anyway.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's quite crazy. I mean, I, I, when I picked that, I thought I was being a bit rogue. And you've, you, you've mirrored it.
3: Well, I picked two years in a, I, yeah. I, I I think I've got to stick with this. Yeah. I can't jump off the Ankaliev of train. I've been saying yeah. for years now that I think he's the best light heavyweight in the world. Yeah. It's got to come to fruition at some point, yeah. and I know what'll happen. I'll pick yeah. someone else, and then it will win it. So uh, I'll tell you
2: what: get commenting um, if you're watching us on YouTube or uh, or you're listening. we'll this stuff will all be on the socials. Let us know if you think we're way off the mark picking Ankaliev and uh, and who you think uh, will take that light heavyweight strap. Well, look, that was that was easy business. Should yep. we move on to uh, the big boys?
3: The big boys. Now this one is difficult. I've basically got it down to two people, and. I think it might be quite obvious who those two people are. And I'm just going to go the opposite to you, just because why not? So at the (coughs) moment... Oh, so last year, I said John Jones. Mm -hmm. So I get a little point on the board there. And you said Francis Ngannou. And to be fair to you, you didn't know (laughs) what was about to happen with Francis against PFL. And Francis, after the display he had against Tyson Fury, has still got a claim to be in the best heavyweight the baddest man on the planet
2: um maybe not just that one of the greatest one of the best heavyweight boxers on the planet at the moment <laughs> he just literally took Tyson fury to school like you know whether he's gonna i don't know we don't know what's next for him whatever it is i hope he just continues to make a load of money and yeah. uh and and do what he does because what what a absolute gent he is um <sighs> So the two people that are, we're talking John Jones and we're talking Tommy Aspinall, right?
3: Yes. Uh, yeah.
2: So do we think John Jones, Stipe Miocic is going to happen this year? I well, don't think it is. Really? Yeah. You don't think it's going to happen? I don't think it is. And I think we don't see Stipe fight again. And I think Tom fights John and wins.
3: I think you're very, very wrong. I hope you're right. Mm. I believe Tom Aspinall is the best heavyweight on the planet. Mm-hmm. I believe he beats John Jones. Mm-hmm. I don't see why John Jones accepts a fight with Tom Aspinall when Stipe is still around. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why Stipe turns down the opportunity to win a winner, will, to get a boatload of money. Yeah. Against John Jones in his final farewell fight for a title, I'd love to see it. Like you know, I wouldn't love to see it. I think it's a terrible like, fight. But it, I have no, no interest in but, it whatsoever. It I makes, hate. I, uh, I really hate it, John Jones versus Steep. It makes fight.
2: loads and loads of sense for no. the UFC. It no. makes oh. loads and loads of sense for John Jones and Amy Miocic because a they have not got to fight Tom Aspinall. No. Um, and, I hate and, it so and much. And I think that that John Jones. Knows he can beat Stipe. I think Stipe thinks he can beat John Jones. Uh, I think both of them will look at, at Tom Aspinall and look at, look at their date of births and think, oh, I don't know if I fancy this fella. And what we've seen this last week is, is Tom start to be a bit more outspoken about the, the situation. And yes, it's like. Rightfully look, so. He's and, putting and pressure absolutely, on. Absolutely. Like, this guy has just absolutely destroyed. Pavlovich mm-hmm. no one wants to fight Pavlovich and look what Tom Aspinall done to him absolutely fucking smashed him and it's like yes there's a world where Tom fights um uh Curtis Blades um I'm not in a massive rush to see that I think and I think you've even mentioned that before that's probably the I, I think that's the worst matchup for Tom in in, in the heavyweight division um I agree I don't know if the Cyril Garn fight happens with with, with Tom Aspinall in the meantime. If we are going to see, I think it does. So, I, I think Tom still beats Cyril Garn mm-hmm. um, and and comfortably. Um, and I, I just and if if John Jones fights Stepe, I think John Jones will win. Um, and it's whether or not all of this stuff will happen quick enough to enable it to be at the end of the year. We see Tom versus the winner of of Jones Stepe, which I believe will be Jones, and then we'll see Tom. Finish the year with uh, the, the, you know, the, the belt.
3: I, I I don't think. I I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I would love to see Tom Aspinall fight John Jones. I'd mm. love to see it. I don't think it happens. I think John Jones retires after fighting and beating Stipe.
2: And Stipe too.
3: Oh yeah, Stipe retires as well. Um, for me, this this whole answer is based around does John Jones. Vacate the belt before the end of the year or not? Because obviously he's got to have this pectoral surgery or whatever it is. I did not consider Whoa. this. When does John Jones vacate the belt? Does he vacate the belt bef- like immediately? Like, does he fight Stipe in November, a year later than what it was supposed to be, at Madison Square Garden, huge event? Stipe Jones, we had to wait an extra year for it, blah, blah, blah. Does he vacate the belt in the cage and retire? And then you've got maybe Tom Aspinall versus Curtis Blades for the full-on vacant belt, or, or maybe you just make Tom the official champ, especially if he's defended the interim belt against Cyril Gard mm. in, say, July or June or whatever it is, then uh, then that makes a lot of sense that you just give him the undisputed title. And does he fight Curtis Blades after Curtis Blades? I think would beat Jelton Almeida mm-hmm. in a fight that's coming up soon. Uh, so... They rematch that in December or something like that. Does that happen? Or does John beat Stipe and then just leave us all hanging for a while? Probably. That's what I think could happen. So I've decided I'm just going to go for the opposite to you. Uh, who are you, are you going for? Tom. Tom. You're going for Tom. I'm going for John Jones then. Okay. I believe John Jones beat Stipe Through Miocic. Through circumstance. Well, yeah. He, but well, he will defend his belt against Stepe Miocic. And he just won't fight anyone and he won't give up the belt. That's what I'm thinking. I, I hope I'm wrong. I really yeah. do. Because I think this it's, heavyweight division... It's a division, very,
2: very possible situation you're talking about there.
3: Yeah, this heavyweight division has been the most exciting it's been for a really, mm. really long time. Yeah. Um... And Tom Aspinall is at the forefront of that. He's really driving that forward. Yeah. Him fighting Cyril Garn makes a lot of sense. Him fighting the winner of Almeida Blades makes a lot of sense. A Pavlovich rematch at some point will make sense. I'm sure there's other guys in that. Is it Justin uh, Taffer mm-hmm. uh, that looked really good uh, recently? I need to pull up my rankings. But um, like there's plenty of guys at heavyweight that I think eventually... He will have to fight, and and will be really fun fights. Um, I mean, look, I know he doesn't deserve it, but Derek Lewis is always a fun no, fight. Man. He, I know he doesn't no. deserve it. I'm just saying, at some point, Derek Lewis only needs to get like one win, tied to with as well. He's yeah. nowhere near a title shot at the moment, but they've only got to get one big knockout against someone in the top ten, and you could throw him in against Tom. Yeah, it, may, it you could yeah. definitely do it.
2: Blades is, is, is he's the I mean he's got the very strange you know, fight with with Tom that you know at yeah. some point I think, you know, we will see again. But um but yeah. All right. Well there's our picks. That's um it. do we want to go
3: through them quickly or anything? Just to remind everyone of the of what we have you
2: have you I can't remember what i picked now.
3: Oh Jesus. Uh so for straw weight, I picked Suarez, you picked Shang. Yeah. Uh for men's flyweight, I think we both picked Pantoja. Pantoja, yeah. So for women's flyweight, we both picked Erin Blanchfield. We did. Uh and for Uh, Bantamweight I picked Vera and you picked Uh, did you go Sandhagen in the end uh, I went for Corey you went Sandhagen women's Bantamweight I picked Bueno Silva and you picked Shevchenko Shevchenko stepping up in weight I picked Volk to remain champ at featherweight and you picked Max Holloway in quite a great turn of events it'll be really interesting Um, lightweight I picked Islam and you picked Islam as well Mm -hmm. I think welterweight we both went for Leon Uh, middleweight I went for Hamzak Shemaev and you went for Drikus Biggest Drikus yeah (laughs) and uh, light heavyweight we've both gone Ankalaev yeah and for heavyweight you have gone Tom Aspinall and I have gone John Jones
2: let us know your picks get commenting we uh, we, we, if you're watching this on YouTube get involved in the comments let us know all your picks let us know if you think I'm completely fucking wrong with all of my choices and uh, or let Blake know that he's got it all round his head Um, I think we picked a lot of similar ones we did we were with yeah yeah. Yeah. perhaps we're spending too much time together now we're thinking the same definitely Um, and yeah and if you're you're listening to this uh, on whatever podcast platform you are then if you want to let us know your picks drop us a message um, on Instagram uh, or Twitter let us know your picks um, thanks ever so much for supporting the podcast in 2023 and we are promising you that we are going to com- you know really sort of continue with trying to deliver this this new look show and, and really grow it in 2024 and um, it's been wonderful having all your support so far and uh, we hope we deliver some great stuff to you this year
3: uh, before we go, uh, what was the scores for the twenty twenty three? I've
2: just put my notes away.
3: Oh, do you want to get the scores out?
2: Okay. You're asking <laughs> me to to, to <laughs> humiliate myself. They're on your screen right in front no, of you. I know they. I, I bet they. Fucking no, are. they're not. You got seven. I've got two. <sighs> <For
3: nine. laughs>